Greetings, dear listeners. This is Connor from Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist podcast, the podcast which you are listening to right now. Now, I am talking a bit quietly because there's people right outside, but also it's raining and I don't know, it just it's, it's a comfy time of day, so I'm not particularly feeling like being overly loud. Plus, I'm actually very sick right now, of course quite nasty colds going around, so I will try and keep this brief. But yes, uh, we have been absent for a while, and that is 100% my fault. It's me, like, Rebecca and Carl have been there, they've been ready. Rebecca went ahead, and she has recorded three episodes for me to edit. And this was months ago, so I've been sitting on these three episodes, and I haven't edited them and uploaded them until now. And I apologise for that, but I just... Did not have the mental capacity to do it. I needed to get my life in order. And, you know, I've done that. Um, you know, uh, a while ago I was training very hard, four nights a week or five nights a week. I was doing a lot of boxing, a lot of tanks to and I was going to instruct. That was my goal. I was going to have my own place, and, you know, I was fighting and boxing as well, but I was going to. But I sort of dropped all that, and, you know, recently... While I'm still young enough, I've decided to dedicate myself uh, again after this couple of year break I've had from it and dedicate myself full time to training. So I've sort of let everything else fall by the wayside while I get back on that horse. And I'm back on that horse now, which is good. So, yes, and as a result, this podcast is now back. I am really sorry for making you guys wait months. It's not fair, and, you know, I'm sure some of you are aware I have been doing the Superman podcast, but not this one, and that's simply because the Superman podcast is, it's, it's relaxing to do, and don't get me wrong, I love doing the Iron Fist podcast, but, you know, with the Iron Fist podcast, we have to cover a big set run, and, you know, there's a bit more editing sometimes involved, and with the Superman podcast, it's set up a lot easier. I have an Australian co-host, so it's a lot easier to record. And we, the big difference is we cover whatever we feel like, and we cover any medium, any era, decade, or whatever, any genre. So it's, it's just a lot more easygoing, and it's also bi-weekly. Um, you should totally listen to it, by the way. But now this podcast is back, the Iron Fist podcast. And, and as I've said before... This podcast isn't going anywhere. If you don't hear from a, from me, from us for a few months, it doesn't mean we've stopped. You know, just life happens, as they say. And uh, kudos to Rebecca for recording three episodes. This is the first of those three covering Power Man and Iron Fist 61. And I will share my brief thoughts on that as well after I'm done with this. But yes, so we're back now. Uh, the next three episodes were recorded months ago though so if they feel like they're out of date because rebecca's talking about upcoming infinity war then that's because they are it's a, ugh, it's my fault too so yeah next three episodes will be from months ago but you know uh, the next episode after this one is power man and i for cc2 i believe and then it's rebecca and connor from the into the night the not me the connor from the moon Knight podcast uh, which Ray does, who's my other co-host on the Superman podcast. It's a, collect a collective of podcasts, as you might say. Um, 
uh, they talk about a Transformers thing. I believe it's somewhat Iron related. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet. I will. I'm sure it'll be good. So, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode coming up. Apologies again. Um, but, you know, now everything is in order, so I can get back to doing this podcast. Now, I'm just talking about this issue, Power Man and Iron Fist 61. I'll just add my brief thoughts on it. Uh, I like Rain, and the artwork's good. I like the artwork throughout the whole book. No one looks weird or anything. And, you know, it's solid artwork. It's because it sucks when you read a Power Man and Iron Fist issue and the art's all over the place. You can laugh at Danny's collar and stuff, but it's. You just, you want to read quality sometimes, you know? And I'll point out that Luke's shirt gets torn again. Luke is like, Luke Cage is like Captain Kirk with his t-shirt. Every time he gets in a fight, it tears in like the exact same way. But, uh, yeah. There's, oh, and also, there's so much dialogue in this issue. It's just dumping information on us in a really uninteresting way. And, you know, as Rebecca points out, it was kind of the style of the time. So, keep that in mind, I suppose. But, yeah, my throat is getting really sore. I've rambled on for a while, but uh, here is the first episode uh, since we are back. Alright, enjoy. Hi and welcome to the Immortal Iron Fist Sons of the Dragon podcast. With just me, Rebecca, today. Uh, Carl's sick, so we wish him well, and Connor's busy, so we wish him well too, and hopefully you'll get us all again someday. Busy times for all of us, and we have hard scheduling problems with the three continents, and also different clock changes, different times of year. We just had ours in the UK. So... You've got me taking you through issue 61 of Power Man and Iron Fist. Um, title on the front is... Well, I don't see the title. But it's to do with the Magia. Dead on target, maybe. The Magia has declared open season on Power Man and Iron Fist. And now the heroes for hire are dead on target. Um, before I start, let's just see if there's been any news. Not really. Um, MCU film and TV is pretty quiet with the run-up to Endgame. There's the usual rumours and speculation about whether the Marvel Netflix characters will be seen again. I saw an article this week that said they're almost certain to come back on Hulu or FX, uh, but still subject to the two-year delay before them uh, after they've appeared on Netflix. So and it's probably quite good for Iron Fist because that puts him as one of the earlier ones they can use. But um, I've also seen people speculating he might be able to be in the Shang-Chi movie that's been appear- that's been um, announced already because, uh, again, the two years will be up on that, uh, up on Iron Fist for Marvel, uh, maybe by the time they're filming the uh, Shang-Chi movie. So there's a little bit of hope there, but we'll see. I mean, they have sold all the props now by... or selling all the props now. So... Um, no more news on him in War of the Realms, not seen him on any more covers yet from the new solicits, no news of him anywhere else. Um, I'm guessing when we get to Marvel Presents for the 70s, we might get the Heroes for Hire featuring in a story, but we'll see. 
Um, lots of things being hinted at for July coming out, but nothing relevant particularly to Iron Fist. So, Power Man and Iron Fist 61 is a Bob Layton cover. He does a lot of stuff for Valiant. He did some famous Iron Man covers as well. Uh, you've got Luke and Danny in the centre of a target and an obviously mafioso guy in the front because he's got a hat and cigar. And in the background, there's Luke pounding on someone and Danny pounding on someone separately. It's a pretty good little cover. It's quite uh, it's white background, which is always interesting. Um, and yeah, it's per perfectly serviceable text cover again. Um, they get a lot of those, I think, Power Man Iron Fist. Um, I haven't read the issue in ages, so we'll be going through it together. Um, like, I literally did no preparation, so apologies for the sheer unprofessionalism of all this. Um, the comic opens in a cemetery, Rest Haven Cemetery. Um, that's a pretty nice, um, pretty nice graphic at a full-page spread. It's just got a sort of ominous, you know, moon-in-the-sky kind of look. Um, apparently it has been the host to many scenes like this over the years where men with shovels are uh, standing in the coffin praying to lose someone's fell remains um, but as the comic points out ordinary barrels do not take place in the dead of night ah, I see what they're saying. Uh, and the mourners don't usually perform the burial themselves so it looks like uh, these uh, hoodlums are burying this coffin and we move to them and uh, let's have a look. Somebody comes along and says, "Show some respect for the dead." I loved our departed friend like he's my own brother. I intend to give him a proper send off. Ooh, and then he drops a rock. And rest in peace, sucker. And you see the name on the coffin is Luke Cage. <gasps> As the uh, clump of soil thuds on top of the uh, coffin, and that's the way uh, something happens in Jewish funerals. We throw mud on the coffin. Not mud, dirt from the cemetery on the coffin uh, once it's in the ground, not flowers or anything. So then we split to the cover page. Who's been sleeping in my grave? Very little, um, very Goldilocks and the three bears there. Uh, Joe Duffy, writer, Kerry Gamble, penciler, Bruce Patterson, inker, Joe Rosen, letterer, George Russos, colorist, Roger Stern, editor, Jim Shooter, editor-in-chief. I think I, that's probably the easiest set of credits we've had to pronounce, so thank you, issue 61. And we see a guy in a suit um, pushing through the door of, I guess, Heroes for Hire or Luke's study, because Luke's on the phone, and this guy pushes in and says, uh, I need you, Luke Cage. And on the phone, you get the, Luke, Luke, what did you say? So I think we know that's going to be Danny on the other end of the phone. Yes, it is. <laughs> Guy who's just pushed into the door so hard he falls to the floor. Luke um, sort of uh, names him, in case you don't remember him or don't see him, as Donovan. Danny's on the phone saying, Luke, Luke, what's going on? But there's no reply because um, Luke's looking after Big Den Donovan. Big Ben Donovan, who he hasn't seen in months, asking who the hell could have brought him to this. Uh, Donovan says the Magier was after him. Um, and then in no time at all, we get some guys with their guns coming and shooting up. You know, semi-automatics. I don't know if that's if they're semi-automatics. The boys can come and uh, whatever. They're, they're like traditional mafia guns. Um... 
And that's all Danny can hear at the other end, just the gunfire. So Danny runs off to go get him. Luke's doing his Power Man thing. You know, bullets bouncing off him. It's all very action-packed. And um, then he launches himself to sort of punch out both guys. Uh, and they are, in fact, both punched out in one shot. Luke's going, that's pretty easy. Um, I, you know, they obviously didn't know Donovan has friends. Uh, he picks up Donovan and he takes him somewhere. Where is he taking him? Not very far. Um, but he's ta he's reminiscing a bit about Donovan, saying he hasn't been able to, he hasn't really had any use for him since he's been hanging out with Jerry and Hogarth, and Ben used to be his lawyer. So, uh, oh, Hero Fire fourteen. We actually have a sort of uh, reference to when he uh, last saw Ben. Um, he helped get Claire uh, cleared of a murder charge back when Claire was with Luke. Ah, he's put him on the sofa. Okay, so he's doing his little reminiscence as he's carrying him to the sofa. Ben starts to come round and Luke says, what do the guys want with you? Who sent them? And we get that ominous little speech bubble. I did. Um, and I don't like it when my boys get beat up doing their job, especially a little punk like you. I don't know who'd call Luke a little punk, but okay. Um, and Luke's like, yeah, you're pretty strong. There's not many people who can put me down. Guys managed to get him to the floor. And then the guy says his name is Man Mountain Marco. Um, but Luke manages to grab his foot, throw him. And he's like, I said you were strong. Doesn't mean you got what it takes to beat me. And the desk gets broken because, you know, that's what happens. Meanwhile, the rooftop across from the alley, a shadowy figure watches and waits for the outcome of the fight. He's going, well, at least Power Man isn't working for the Magia. Otherwise, Marco wouldn't have attacked him. I wish I'd give him a hand, but I can't interfere. Not until I can find out how he's involved in all this. Uh, meanwhile, Iron Fist in a cab. <laughs> not, not Moon Knights for once. And um, ask him to go a bit faster while tying his mask on. Because, you know, Danny, whatever. Um, cab drives, yeah, you know, New York, Times Square, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and then he turns around and all that's left is, like, Danny's overcoat and uh, the fare and a tip. First, <laughs> he was a nice-looking kid. Okay. So here we go. Donovan and... Not Donovan. Man Mountain Marco is coming back at Luke. He's back on his feet, and we get a punch up. That lasts a full page. Um, <clears throat> the Marco manages to pull out some electrical cables from the wall and uh, punch Luke with them, which gives it, which electrocutes him and knocks him out. So, um, event. Well, does it? He took a foot. He's still standing for a while, but then he does punch him again. He does get him to the floor. Um, but Man Marco, Man Mountain Marco says, thinks he's broken his hand doing so. So over at the rooftop, we see a guy in a kind of like Cyclops-like visor, but with a clear electrical flash down his uh, costume, blue and yellow costume. Um, and he's sort of thinking, it's not going uh, the way I expected. I didn't think Marco was going to beat Cage. And saying, yeah, I hoped I could stay out of things until I can find out who Cage is working for. But obviously he's going to get involved. Um, he sees Iron Fist running there. Uh, and 
decides to run down to try and head off Iron Fist. For some reason, he says he doesn't want Iron Fist ruining everything. Uh, so this guy sort of pops up in front of Iron Fist and says, Sorry, Iron Fist, I can't let you go in there. Uh, into the cinema that Luke lives in, and neither of us don't try and stop me. Oh, they're going to both fight over Luke. Iron Fist tries, but the guy's too fast. So it's literally like he's fighting the Flash here, yeah, but not probably not as fast as the Flash. Um, and he's this guy's running around, running circles around Danny, giving him like the odd bop in the meantime. Um, and Danny's like, I admit you're fast, but in Kunlun, where I was trained, they said that what matters isn't how often you hit your opponent, but how well. He clocks him with his leg right in the guy's stomach. Um, the guy then sees the car, Marco and his guys were driving, driving off, and he's like, I've got to go drop him. Danny's like, you're not going anywhere, like, gets him round the head. Uh... And uh, so he's not the guy down. He goes, no, he's just trying to question him on why are you trying to stop me getting to Luke? Uh, and guys on the street are like, why is Danny beating up Thunderbolt? And Danny's like, what? You're Thunderbolt? <laughs> so, um, and Danny's like, I'm sorry. Luke told me about you, uh, working with you. Never occurred to me to that. And Thunderbolt's like, no hard feelings. After all, the world's full of super fast guys wearing blue and gold costumes, right? Pretty much. Uh, as long as you're here and I've lost the people I was trading, maybe you could tell me what's th what's Luke's connection with Donovan and the Magia. Um, Danny's like, no idea. All I know, I was on the phone. I heard some shooting. Line went dead. Um, and Thunderbolt's like, well, maybe Luke didn't go with them willingly. <laughs> Danny's like, what? Uh, uh, stands up for his man. Luke could never go with the Magia of his own free will. And Thunderbolt's like, I want to believe that, son. But Donovan led me in the Magia straight to Cage. Um, and then... Uh, so Danny's like, what should we do now? And Thunderbolt's like, let's go find your friend. Oh, let's go find the man behind this. The Magia's higher paid highest paid attorney, Caesar Cicero. And that's the guy on the front cover with the hat and the cigar. And he's saying, that's good work, Marco. See, Luke. Chained up in, a, in the coffin without the lid. We see Ben Donovan uh, roped to a chair. Um, they seem pretty happy. Um, and Donovan's... Uh, not Donovan. We're talking about Marco saying, uh, Hey, Luke looks so good in that coffin. Why don't he stay that way permanently? He's like, hey, perhaps, Morgan. While threatening Donovan to cooperate with him... And says, if not, I'll package you up like your partner. And he's like, Luke's not my partner. Um, but Cicero says, you know, like, you'll tell me what I want to know one way or another. And then we go back to Danny and Thunderbolt. And they're trying to uh, track these guys down. And um, just across the road, in the office of assistant... A district attorney um, Colleen and, and Misty are there uh, they've been giving a statement about a recent case so they've been um, telling Bill about the uh, the district attorney about the things and you see like, Iron Fist at the door um, and he's like Iron Fist kind of goes in he's like what are you doing there uh, I thought you were still on leave and Misty grabs him and says uh, we need to talk to you for a minute um, but he's like, 
no, I don't have a minute, and runs off and says, I'll speak to you later, Misty. And Colin's like, what did I unfist for? What did he see? Um, <laughs> Misty's like, he said he didn't have the same time for us. Um, and Colin's a bit a bit pissed off and sort of says, well, he and Luke had better make time because they're responsible for this problem. Meanwhile, in the police file room, <laughs> uh, Thunderbolt's saying he knows the DA, he knows all the staff. They don't know um, him as Thunderbolt, though. They know him as Bill Carver, an assistant DA for some time. And then he gives a little sort of, you know, me and my brother this, and it's from Daredevil and Power Man. And uh, they give you the the issue numbers, but that's where you get the story of um, him and his brother Lonnie, Lonnie, and how he became Thunderbolt. He was struck by lightning, obviously, um, because that's how you strictly get there. And so he goes through his origin. He discovered that his reflexes were also good, and that's how he got back to being Thunderbolt. Going, he's going after Underworld foes specifically. Uh, he said he's learned that Lonnie's, his brother's murder was mob-ordered that involves the Magia, Cicero, and now, somehow, Donovan. And he says he has to find the connection. <laughs> Danny's a bit like me right now. I don't understand. You talk as you're running out of time. What makes this so urgent for you? And he's, look at my face, Iron Fist. And he takes off his mask. It's a black guy with white hair. And he says, I'm 28 years old. The race sped up more than just my reflexes. At the rate I'm aging, I'll be dead in a matter of days or hours. So we both have to hurry. You to find Power Man before they kill him. And me to nail the team behind my brother's murder before I die. Oh, that's a lot. Um, let's, before we go on, just say the art in the cut issue is fairly serviceable. No one looks weird at any stages. Um, the colour's good. We haven't got any weird hair colours on Colleen or anything. Danny's he's got his eyes through his costume for some of it. Um, yeah, so pretty serviceable art, pretty decent cover. But what a story. It's uh, interesting. Yeah, we start with the Luke funeral. That's your, would normally be the cliffhanger, so that's flipped down to the front. Then the usual flip back to what happened. But there's an awful lot of exposition here. There's an awful lot of people just popping back up. Um, that haven't been seen before now. Uh, and then we get this massive data dump about Thunderbolt at the end. I mean, it's interesting. I've always wanted one of these sort of speed people to have issues with aging as well. Um, so it's good to see them go there. And and obviously this is the cliffhanger. The cliffhanger next issue is called It's Your Funeral. And you get the whole ominous, Is Luke Cage destined for an early grave? Who ordered Lonnie Carver's death? What part does Big Den Don Ben Donovan play in all this? Find out next issue. So it's a, it's not it's not a great setup. It's a very wordy, mealy setup that probably could have been told different and almost certainly would have been now. So it may be that it's um relying a lot on how we were okay in the seventies with getting these huge data dumps. Because, you know, it might be ages before we got to the next thing and, and when you were getting these long-form stories. So we're obviously, like, starting a new character arc here. Um, we don't know what's happening with Misty and Colleen and why they think that Luke and Danny are to blame for the situation they're in. Um, and that's the issue. And I'm sorry it was so short. And I'm sorry it's just me. 
and I'm sure Connor will now let you know how you can contact the podcast. But um, I'll say that you can always come to our um, website, uh, Facebook page, which is just look up Immortal Lion for his podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Uh, it's usually ticking around, lots of sort of nice sort of daily, twi- daily a few times a week content about Iron Fist. Keep you going before we do hear any more about that. And I hope next time you'll get at least two of us on because it's always a bit more fun when we can talk about it and the guys can tell me all the things I should have prepared for about this issue. Okay, but we wanted to get you something out. So apologies for that and hope you've enjoyed it and we will speak again soon. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter at Iron Fist Podcast, our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash sons of the dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are, our YouTube, Connor Carl, just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section, and last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. Thank you.